Are we good to go? We're good to go. Have we got a bit of an echo there? I'll just turn the echo off. Turn the echo off. Hey, uh, hello, hello, uh, listeners and um, friends and Tim. And How are you? Tim? How are you, Tim? Very good, thanks, Joe. Very good. Um, how's your week been, mate? Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Bit nippy. Bit nippy. Christchurch has finally got a little bit cold. It has been cold, isn't it? Yeah. yeah I, I noticed that uh, there's a bit more snow on the mountain. Finally, there's a bit of snow, by the look of it, from what I could see. But that southerly, we haven't had, we haven't really had that sour westerly wind this this winter yet. No, until the last <coughs> last few days. I actually have a bit of a weather story. Uh, the rain on Saturday. The rain in <sighs> Spain falls mainly on the Canterbury Plains. Yeah, it did on Saturday night, and so we went. To, well, I'll tell you. Well, there's there's stories and stories here. So we went to. Well, this will be. I'll talk about this later in the pod. Uh, Amy and I went to the Barbie movie on uh, Saturday night, date night. It was actually Gay. I I wanted to go because um, I I had this idea that the Barbie movie was going to be. I thought there was going to be some sort of hidden esoteric multi level story. Anyway, long story short, it didn't play out like all all like that. But anyway, uh, back to the weather. So we we come home that Saturday daytime. I'd basically finished the the big uh, crate weather shelter for the sheep, put it in place on Saturday afternoon, uh, we went out, went out to the movies, got home like midnight Saturday, well, Sunday morning, Saturday night, Sunday morning, absolutely pissing down with rain, but but the, but fine, as in not fine, but um, you know, just a few bit of surface flooding, nothing crazy, woke up 7am Sunday morning, there was a river. Wow. Had, a river. The, had the sheep used the shelter? They were in it when we left. I was like, sweet, the sheep are in the shelter. When we when we woke up in, on Sunday morning, 7 a.m., there's this sort of slight, um, I wouldn't say it's uh it's not, it's, it's what, what is the geographical term? It's not a gully, obviously, because it's a, it's a flat paddock. But there is this little sort of concave bit that runs through the next door neighbor's paddock and our paddock and runs out to our um, driveway, out to the entrance to the main road. So Amy's like, oh shit, the, the, um, the sheep shelter's half in, in, in this fucking gully of water. So I got up, I was like, ah, oh, shit. She's like, oh, fuck. The, um, I, th- I don't think we, because we were going to go, because we didn't have the kids till about midday, we were going to go and have a brunch, a mummy and daddy brunch. And so I got chucked the gummies on. And she's like, fuck, it's not looking good. I walked down there and it, it was, uh, fuck, it was way over gumboot. It was over gumboot. And I was still like, oh, what's the limit? What? I was looking at, where's the where's the air intake on my car? And I I looked at a couple of YouTube videos and I'm like, ah, oh, no worries. Nah, it's just it just wasn't worth, even though my car is fucked anyway. I was like, nah. And actually, out on the road outside our gate, it was actually a flowing river. Oh wow. We've been told that. So it, how deep was it at the gate? Like, it, it, there's a little dip in our driveway that I'd love to fill up one day. Yeah. But it, it was up to my knee. Okay. So it's pretty deep. But the issue was there was a river flowing down Mandeville Road. And that's the first time I've given the location. Oh, it's a fucking long road, though. Good luck. Um, <laughs> th- th- it was flowing quite rapidly down the road. It was like a river. It's still... All the all the twigs and leaves and shit are still all there, all caught up. So it was proper, like, surface flooding. You should have rung for an uh, extraction team, no, but I could have come and got you. So what happened was... So we were... I, I'd, I'd succumbed to the fact... I was just going to watch the UFC in London... Uh, and and then, 
but then Amy rung old mate up the back. And he's like, no, 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 it's all good. We'll pull a fence out. I'll bring the tractor down. We'll tow you out the other back way. And I was like, oh, I was kind of already, I'd lit the fire. This is about sort of 9.30 on Sunday morning. You know, like I, oh, you I, were dug in, mate. I was, I was a little bit disappointed that we weren't going in for brunch, but I get, I got over it in about one minute. Let the fires watch the UFC. Then all of a sudden, we've got to get ready quickly. Oh, is that rain? Yeah. Oh shit! Here's the rain. Uh, old mates come with the his big, big, big tractor, like a full tractor. Didn't actually need it in the end. We've got that path down the back of that shelter belt, so yeah. we pulled the Waratahs out. That was easy, and just. Drove out, drove the car out, and we just left the car on his property for the day. So yeah, but it, fuck it, pissed down and pissed down. But Monday morning for work, I could drive out of the driveway. Uh, people in the area said that might not drain away for a couple of days. It drained overnight. So we were sweet there. It's good ground out there, mate. Good, good ground. ground out there, mate. But so that was yeah. So we have had a bit of weather, a lot of rain. Uh, it was interesting. I did a job just down the bottom of the hill here today, yesterday. And uh, it was funny, the couple are lovely. Yeah, because I got a lovely pick of some Una Bakery oh, yeah. pinwheels. I was in the area. I was in the area. So I got, I, oh, it was a bit of wine. I was, I I was went, jealous. I went down there. I went down there thinking, I forgot they were only $3. Oh. I was like, oh, fuck. They're about, I, for some reason, I thought they were like four fifty, And I was like, I'm not going to spend nine bucks on two pinwheels. pinwheels. I walked in the door and I was like, they're only three bucks. You've got to get two at that price time. You have to get two. The, oh, I had the unipin wheels on, on the show notes. But anyway, this this couple, lovely old couple. The guy must be in his 80s. Beautiful 1930s you know, bungalow with shingles and this fucking several decade old grapevine growing. Across. It's an amazing prop, great property. So I was doing a bit of just tidying a few bits and bobs up. Doing a bit of a bathroom paint, which turned out to be a bit of a nightmare, but we won't even get into that. He, this old coozer's got a, he has, he has his share, the wife has her share. And I don't know what he does in there, but this share is so poorly designed, no extraction fan, the ceiling and shit is just dripping with condensation. And I'm just, I'm looking at it like, I, I repaired it, I pigment sealed it, I plastered it, I did all the shit I needed to go. I look at that job and think, I just don't know if paint and plaster can handle that, and because that was the thing I repaired it, because it was like the, the the paint and plaster was cracking and, and just it had been like that for years apparently. Beautiful house, but crazy bathroom design. Anyway, getting off topic. So I'm telling this this elderly couple about the rain in Canterbury, and you know this happens all the time, especially these are deep boomers. These are like old boomers. Do you know what he managed to weave in when I told him it was, oh, it was rain? The rain in Canterbury it was bloody surface flooding out there. We were sort of flooded into our property for a bit on Sunday morning. Do you know what he came up with, mate? Climate change. Yep. He goes, oh, the hottest temperatures ever recorded, and he, he started hitting me with that because they read the press and they watch the news. I'm like, oh, I look. I just can he not remember as a kid like bad weather events? Have you oh, exactly? But well, it's because these. They're, smart, they're nice, intelligent. I don't know what he—he he, he definitely is an educated guy, but it's just that age. Not not everyone that age is like this, but it's common. They just—they're still in that. Like I was—he was asking me about what I was listening to my in my headphones, and I was trying to explain podcast so the, to him. The Joel and Tim show. I was, well, I was probably listening to the Duran or something, something. I oh, know. Yeah, I think I was when he asked me because it was about Ukraine and shit. And I didn't dare get into that. I didn't dare get into that because they kind of they seem left wing as well. So you know, you know, it'd be Putin's fucking the Lucifer, but um, and maybe he is, but who knows? Um, but yeah, he. I was trying to explain podcasts and 
and I, even he was even surprised. I was like, oh, you can, you can, you, you know, you can have books. You can you can buy an audio book, and I explained it, and he was like, he was he was amazed by that, and I was I was like, ah, oh, fuck, there's no point even there's no point even getting into anything because we're so like we can just have a tea and Bicky's and enjoy it relationship, <laughs> yeah. and that's what we had. Like he talked to me about pigsyode, and I talked to him about our chickens and sheep, and and and, and when he brings up climate change, I just don't say anything, but when we talk about animals, I do. But yeah, I don't know if you've noticed in the last week, but in the la- in the last week, well, it's gone. Uh, I've been seeing a lot. There's so much temperature shit. It's and and I think like Paul Joseph Watson and the like, the pundits that are sort of on the other side of the tracks on YouTube, uh, they're saying they are saying now that climate is now. This is when we're going to see climate become the new COVID. And it's, we've, I think we're starting to see it this see week. It's ramping up a bit. It's ramping up. Yep, it's definitely ramping. The world's on fire, and you should all be you should all be terrified. And you, you should all pay. You should pay too. Yeah, pay more. We need you. We need more of your money. I don't know who we're paying, to, but you've got to pay. We need you to pay. We need you to be scared. Um, but yeah, so that's good. So I've ticked off. I've ticked off pinwheels. I've ticked off flooding. Because maybe I, I, like I said before we started recording, I am one for three on the ninety-minute pods. I come out of the blocks good on the first one. We got that done, and then the last two weeks, I think, I think you are right. I think it was when we went down the music. Yeah, the music yeah, we segment. wasted a lot of time in music. Wasted a lot of time in music. Well, it's not time wasted, but it, it time flies fast when we're uh, clipping music and yeah, try, and, and trying does. to trying to you know trying to get into my head and work out what I'll fucking listen to. Um, so. Oh, the cosy, cosy with the... Uh, oh, I mean, so I requested that the, the next day. The Sound of Music. Yeah, um, I requested the Von Trapp family the next day. In, so Cosy and I had a plot we conspired. I was like, look, Cosy, no pressure, mate. I know you're a busy guy. Uh, but um, about, you know, last, yesterday we recorded, I, I introduced Tim to the Sound of Music. So what I need is I need his head on the Von <laughs> Captain Von Trapp's body. <laughs> And uh, yeah, once he drops the episode, fuck, it was awesome. It was good because I thought, man, he's done that so fast. He is pretty cool. Well, the thing is, when Cosy sent me the Warriors one, oh, that was gold. I, I sometimes, obviously, he 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 listens to them pretty abruptly. I haven't listened back, and I every, I have amnesia every episode. Like, I can't remember. Like, if you asked me tomorrow morning what we talked about now. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, because Mrs. Bromley asked me, "What did you and Joel talk about?" Uh, every, and I'm like, oh, I don't, don't, "Amy I asked don't know. when I get home every from here every <laughs> Thursday night." Amy will be in bed, but she's like, "What did you just talk about?" I'll be like, "I don't know. I, actually, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't idea. know. Just some bull. I was probably rambling some on bullshit. about Ukraine, the UFOs, <laughs> and blah blah blah. But uh, but yeah, so we Cosy sent that Warriors one. And I was like, oh, that's right. I still haven't listened to the episode yet. So I'm assuming we were talking about getting, getting tattoos. Getting the yeah. Waz tats. Yeah. It's so funny. So he's he's um he's he's on the money there. He's on well, he's on he's on the button. He's right on the he's he's right there. He's he's pumping them out, Cosy, so shout out to him. Um But yeah, uh, where was I going with this? Um where we go Oh yeah, the blowing out the time. So we'll see how we go tonight. I wouldn't mind being able to watch the second half of the league. Yeah. Uh, Roosters, I'm actually picking, I know this is crazy, but I'm picking an upset tonight. I reckon the Roosters from, well, the way the Roosters played last week, I reckon the Roosters. They're, they're on the, they on the up, I well, think. I feel like, and I also feel, I don't want to shit on the Broncos. I know the Broncos are copping it. The people are saying they can't win it. Well, not people, probably, the, uh, what's his name? Um, what's his handle? Our old mate, um, 
Gouldy, Phil Gould. I think he, he's he's bagging them a bit, but um, not bagging them, but he's just saying he doesn't reckon they can win the comp. But I just feel like they've been upset tonight. Anyway, let's not get bogged down in that now. What I want to talk about, Tim, we haven't even broached the topic yet. The the, the uh, Tim's garage, or paint a picture, it's, he's, it's being dunged out. It's very roomy. And he's got a lovely new big rug down. The couch is still here for guests if anyone wants to come on, and we will be. I am going to try. I know this. I know you got to dream big in this world. I know this sounds crazy. Maybe we can. Maybe we can get everyone to do a, a, a absolute swamping of Tim Dillon's inbox from all our listeners. Wait, this is a sigh up on Tim Dillon. Yeah, let's sigh up Tim Dillon because Tim Dillon's coming to Christchurch. This is the story I'm going to tell. I'm going to talk about Tim Sauna in a minute. But we're getting there. There's enough room for big gay Tim Dillon to be in this garage. And I think if we Tim's used up a bit, he's got a new rug. We've got a nice couch for Tim. I think it'd be good for Tim Dillon to come and do some sort of. Totally out of the blue, weird little West Coast backwater of New Zealand podcast in a garage up on the hills. I think it'd be good for him. But let's talk about that aside. Uh, when's he coming? October the 20th. Yeah. Is that right? Town Hall, Christchurch, be there, be square. Um, but let's talk about Tim's and Andrea's latest addition to the garage. And what I must say, I wasn't, it's a, it's a beautiful sauna. Uh, I wasn't expecting it to be that that beautiful. I, I I just have no imagination for this. I just I just imagined a dingy little cedar box, but it's far from that. It's quite room. It's roomy than I thought. It's lighter, and a lot more glass. Have have you ever, you've obviously had a go? I had a hoon last night. What you? How long did you go in for? What, um, what's the what's the start? Well, it takes it probably takes about forty minutes to heat up. Okay, so, so I went. And how do you heat it up? I've got, I know I understand nothing. The, the, it's infrared sauna. Okay, yeah, so yeah. You plug it in. Yeah, you just plug yeah, it in, plug and it's in, just yeah. got infrared plug, panels. Plug in and it. play, mate. Plug yeah, and play. Plug and play, mate. Plug so and play. give us a rundown. Um, yeah, well, it's just like a two-seater infrared sauna. Yeah. And so we could, could we essentially do the podcast from inside there? Um, I, well, <laughs> the, the thing would is, the mics handle I, it? I don't know. I had my phone because it, it's got Bluetooth. It's got speakers in there. Okay, sweet. So, and I had my phone going last night, but my phone started at about 48 degrees. Okay. Like it was still ticking uh, away. My phone sort of stopped working. So we need an all, uh, yeah, maybe that. But the mics might still work. Yeah. It was just the top, the like the the screen, the touch screen oh, wouldn't really? wouldn't work. So it, it tops out at yeah. mid mid to late forties. Well, yeah, yeah, close to fifty degrees. Yeah. Fuck. And then, um, but I, I think it gets up to I think it can get up to seventy, or it can, I think it can get. So what's the what? Is, I, you, can get, you, you obviously start out low. So it can get so, sixty. I think it can get about <clears> sixty <throat> degrees above the ambient temperature. Okay. So if it's super cold in winter, so here at the moment it'd be. Fuck, would it's it be probably 10, 10 degrees. 10 degrees in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it could probably... So it could get to 70. It probably get to... Yeah, it would probably get to 70. Okay, yeah. well, we'll have to try... But it the... takes about 40 minutes to heat up. Yeah. Um. And so I, I, you know, I went in for half an hour last night at 45 to 50 degrees. So you, it wasn't real hot. Do you have like a... Do you wear a little like a little loincloth? What do you wear? A little loincloth? I just had fucking... Jocks? Uh, no, I just had my undies on. Yeah. You just go jocks, yeah. 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 And that was just because I got home and I'm like, oh, sweet, I'll just fucking... Roll out my jocks, yeah. Oh, 100% go the jocks. Yeah, man. Maybe yeah. in the future you can look at like some sort of loincloth. Yeah. Maybe. It's just what I imagine from the movies. It's what I just it would have to be white, wouldn't it? You have to get some Jewish, a couple of Jewish guys in there. Because I just, oh, that's what I think of saunas. I in think sauna. of Jewish men. <laughs> fat Jewish men with loincloths. Just loin circumcised men. Yeah, circumcised with... fat old Jews with loincloths on. And Tim. There's not they're much the, room for us. They'll, they'll be the ones that'll get us the big podcast deals, though. Yeah. I wasn't expecting all this rain. No. 
It was cold when we got here, but it's pissing but down yeah, so, there. So we've got a sauna. So what's if the anyone, wee rack um, in there? What is that, what is that for? The wee what's rack? The rack? Oh, it's just, rack? it's just like a back rest. Oh, so you can put okay. that wherever you yep. want. Yeah, yep, I gotcha. Yep. Yeah. I didn't um, know if you put a little towel over it or... No, okay, well, you I could you. do it's, whatever you want, really. It's an ergonomic back rest. Yeah. And, and, uh, and how did you feel after the wee sauna? Oh, great. I love saunas. Yeah. Love them. And I always feel really good. I think I've only ever been in one once or twice when I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> it's been decades. Okay, okay. So I'm basically a, a you're like a, a you're almost a virgin. I'm basically yeah. a virgin. Yeah, yeah. sauna v. Yeah. So um, I just ba- well, I it's need, here. I need to give you forty minutes notice. Like a, yeah, it's here. It's um, if anyone it's wants. It's here. It's queer. And, yeah. And it's yeah. We're here. Ready we're to fuck? queer. <laughs> and you could you could I mean you I don't know if it's the best environment for it though. Nah, you could probably take it out onto the onto the, you the couch or onto the mat or something. Yeah, it's, I mean it gets a bit hot and heavy at the best of times. Yeah, when it's sixty degrees. I, I mean, don't know. Like winter's be... probably not the best for it. It's like sixty degrees in the sauna, then zero outside. So it's yeah. like not the best um, baby making weather, really. No, no, you're probably right. But anyway, there's a sauna there. So if anyone uh, wants to yeah get in the sauna, fucking come on do up. Do you reckon you? Do you reckon you myself and Hodjo could fit in there when we get a Hodjo up for the pod? Everybody um, would all get in there? Do you reckon it's worth a go? Yeah, well, it would be like that. I reckon you, sit, be like I reckon how many, you sit on Hodjo's knee. It would be like how many... No, what's the <laughs> fuck? I'm thinking of the racist joke. What's the joke about <laughs> the, the Marys and the um, Mini? Oh, it's a Jaffa. Is that it? Yeah. Well, it's something like that. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. yeah so was, uh, there, was, uh, there was a few. There was, um, what, do you call a, what do you call a Mary in a river? Black current. You don't remember these. These were the Blake. These were the Blake Town School shit, these, uh, these were the Blake Town School racist jokes. Okay. What do you call a Marion a Marion a male? They, they, the people just don't do this stuff anymore because they think it's lowbrow or just un PC. But I'm not saying I condone these jokes. But when we were kids, these were these the were the jokes. jokes. So uh, what do you call a Marion a mailbox? But, nah, I'm, I'm blanking. Blackmail. <laughs> oh, Oh my god, that's good. I mean, it's it used to be okay. I mean, it used to be it used to be funny, and people would say it's uh, reinforcing race racist stereotypes, and and yeah, they're probably somewhat right. But it, also, what they're leaving out of it is that it's funny, and you know, if um if the PC crowd just um if they just lightened up a bit, I, I mean, it's if it's okay if it's okay for Dave Chappelle and Danielle Rawlings to just do um. Uh, mentally challenged people and Asian jokes, then I'm sorry. I, I'm yeah, I, and I'm like <laughs> that as well. I, I think comedy is. I think anything goes. I think Roseanne Roseanne Barr was on Theo Vaughn's podcast recently. It's been it's been uh, censored off of YouTube. <laughs> really? She basically yeah she she's making some jokes on there about Biden and stealing the election and. But doing it sarcastically, saying how she thinks it's all above board. She's doing it very sarcastically. But she, in among in and amongst that, she was essentially saying that comedians are comedy is it's it basically. If that goes, then we're it's, all fucked. It's fucked. It's game over. So that's why they have to keep. Even if you don't agree with it, like I, I don't. You know, you can't keep everyone happy, are you? But, uh, but anyway, back to um, yeah, I reckon you could. You could probably get three in the air, but obviously two is... It's a, yeah, two would be nice. But two would be nice. Three would be a bit tight. Yeah, but that's okay. Um, but anyway, so so all in all, um, it it was uh, installed uh, very... It was a insta- well, good installation. Yeah, it looks great nice. Great placement. Uh, yeah, because you can look out the window at the city. Yep. 
Tim's garage is looking great. Uh, I think it's. I think we just. What do we? What I think we nearly. What do we need in here? Do we just need a little, like a tiny little table here? Yeah, a little coffee table, just maybe. Just to put our feet on and have yeah. our little things on. And our, uh, when Tim Dillon or someone comes on, we have like a rider. He wants like. What, I want, what would we give him? He'll want like the dumb shit. Like oh, he wants all green M and M's or some shit. You know. What about bag? I'll get Amy to pick them all out. Get him a bag of coke just for a joke. <laughs> well, yeah, that'd be fun. I think that ship sailed for him, though, eh? Yeah. You never know, though. Yeah. If he's going to do something crazy, it'd be... It'd be in New Zealand. In New Zealand. Um, so what else have we got? Oh, now, I just... what I have listened to a little bit of the last one we, we you've released, we've bought out, and I n- didn't end up telling the Pete Alonso story from the Major League Baseball home run dude. And that all that story was, we, we got, I got I got myself totally off topic. The reason I brought him up last week... Yeah, because it was very brief for the baseball. You talked about... Um, I just went all... I went, Yoshi from the Toyota Pigs. Yeah, but prior to that, the reason I was brought that up at all was Pete Alonso is like a professional sportsman who come out and is on record like he's he used to play he played in a feeder or a farm te- well, they call them farm teams it was yeah it's like triple a it's like the big major league teams get fed by these lower teams like most sports he played I believe he was playing in Las Vegas and he is one one big shot sportsman that's come out and said oh he claimed to have seen multiple UFO-type um, devices in, in around that area, the, the Nevada desert. I just thought it was interesting for a, um, his greatest sportsman would come out and say that. And, and he kind of got, this was a few years ago, and of course, you imagine the news anchor slash news models probably made some slightly snide remarks about it at the time. But then now, obviously, CNN are... They're all covering it now. In fact, today, Tim, I know you would have been keeping a very close eye on this. It was the congressional hearing today. Whatever that means, I don't even know what that means. American- so, so do they, that's where they pin people down. Yeah, who are who have. So it was David Grush. They oh, they pinned him down today. So they? it was Grush, and Grush said the same thing. So, so, did, so did he say? America's getting well, very Did he say nothing about- with saying a lot of stuff? We well, said the same things he said uh, with that uh, Ross Coltard guy. You know, it was. He's saying that the well, once again, and we must. Uh, and I know this is no here nor there. It is for some people. It is for you, and it is somewhat for me. Bear in mind, David Grush hasn't seen any of this shit himself. No, he's been. He he has got security clearances that enable other people with some well, whatever security clearances to divulge information to him. And he claims that the people that have divulged the information to him are people he trusts and the information he was giving at this congressional hearing. Americans get really excited about them, eh? Like, they still have so much faith in their political system. All At the same time, it's melting down around them. But at the same time, it isn't. It's a strange world we're living in, Tim. You're well aware of it. But essentially, what, what he's saying is, this is uh, David Grush, is that they've got the Yanks, they've, they've recovered these crafts, and they've also recovered... What did he call them? Bio. He essentially said that we biologics. Yeah, bio. That's it. See, oh my God, Tim is on today. He's on, hey, Mister UFC over here. I mean, Mister UFC, Mr. <laughs> UAP. Yeah, Mister UAP over here, Mister uh, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. Is that what they're calling it? Something like that. We just call them UFOs. Uh, so yeah, he's saying that the Yanks have recovered crafts and they've recovered. Sorry, Tim. What were they? Uh, biologics. Yeah, they've recovered. And that's not which is a, which is a a weird way of saying it's a biological entity could be brewed up by the 
could be brewed up in an underground lab, eh? Yeah, it could be. It could just be a Chinese uh, clone. Yeah, like a avatar. Yeah, like some sort of humanoid. Like, you know, like man beer pick. It could be from. It could be the Nazis in Antarctica. It could be the Chinese underground base. It could be the Yanks. It could be any. It could be the Ruskies. It could be anyone. Um. So where were we going with that? I had another little path I was going to go down with David Grush. But it's gone. It well, is... you were talking about Pete Alonso. Yeah, UFOs. Um, and then we got on to Grushy. Uh, and the congressional hearings. Oh, that's right. Thank you. Another weird clip I saw today. This, I mean, look, there's so much happening in the I know everyone's aware of this, and I know everyone keeps repeating it, but there really is. If it means anything, I don't know. But I saw a fucking weird clip today, kind of talking about congressional, but I think this is, and once again, I have no understanding how the system really works. This was the, sorry, this was the Senate. He's have, getting, Joel's getting animated here. Have you seen the clip today <laughs> of Mitch McConnell, who's like, is he like the Senate leader? He, have, you, um, have you seen that clip today? He bugs out. He just he twi- he's like he, he's, he's, he switches off. He switches off. So this is Mitch McConnell. He's a Senate major. He's a Senate leader. Some sort of politician. I don't. I don't. I'm not going to even claim to understand it. So he's doing this speech with all these handlers and helpers behind him, and he's talking to some journalists. And he just stops talking and stands there and is just staring out for like a uh, what would you say 30, 40, 50 seconds? Yeah. Until a couple of these people come in and go. Have you got anything else to say? And then they just shuffle them off. And it's like, what the fuck is going well, this on? This is what happens when you've got ancient people trying to run shit. But how old is he? And it, it obviously opens up like the real crazy people are going to be thinking he's some sort of a clone or a lizard person or and I'm, some I'm, sort of cyborg or so, whatever. So, so, but it wasn't that strange to see. Like, yeah, just like he was just like a deer in the headlights. He just forgot. He just massive. I don't know what happened cognitively. Like, just, he just like, It's like his brain just switched what, off. What is going on there? What It should, at any other position, it would there would be decisions made really quickly within days. And it would just be, he would just vanish and he would be in a high-end rest home within the week. He should be. Yeah. Whether or not, like, people are like, fuck him, he's a bad guy, they're all bad. Yeah, I get that. I can see what people... Just, they need to send him out to pasture and just let him hang out it with was his a, family. It was a really strange, life. strange thing to see. And obviously, Yanks are going crazy, making a big deal out of it. But it was just weird to see this high-ranking US official. It wasn't. He didn't um, like Biden mumbles and bumbles and sniffs kids, and he's weird. This guy just. <laughs> yeah, he is. This guy just went. Uh, mid-sentence statue mode and then just staring off like thousand yards staring at the distance and never said another word until he was ushered off by his handlers. It was fucking weird. I mean, what the fuck is going on over there, Tim? You look at, then you, I mean, I don't look at New Zealand, but then you look at New Zealand and what, what, what is going on here? Like, they just, it's just what, Labour and National are just fighting over who's going to give or take the most money from New Zealanders? That's about all that's happening here, right? I mean... Yeah, I don't there's nothing happening here. We have zip. We have. Oh no, we've got drink, we've got um we've got politicians drink driving and. Oh, who, what's happening there? Um, the the Labour lady. Ah, yeah, hey, it was the best what, of us, mate. What the fuck is her name? Ah, uh, it the best of us, mate. You have a look, and I'll just ramble. Um, I I won't judge her for that. Although I suppose if you're in a high position, you should have. We expect you expect. Well, I don't. I don't really care. What, I don't really care for the whole system personally, but. I suppose people with uh, with that sort of standing, uh, the society on a whole, I suppose, expects a little bit more out of them. Would you say, Tim? That's that, well, go, that goes without saying. Oh, that's obvious. But 
But um, me being a me being uh, being being a convicted drink driver, I'm not really one to uh, I'm not one to talk. You know what I mean? Um, that was a long time ago. That was a different. That was a it was a it was a difficult part of my life, Tim. You know what I mean, mate? I mean, it actually wasn't. I just I just got really hammered one day and thought I could drive, as it is for most people. And I'm, it's probably the same for her. Oh, well, this know? is the thing, though. She's a justice minister. Oh, okay. Kitty, well, that Kitty, makes it that makes it ten times Kitty, worse. Kitty Allen is a, was a justice. So, minister. So, what's his name? Kitty, 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 Kitty Allen. Kitty. Yep. Um, she was a justice minister. Yep. Um, is she a lesbian? She's Labour. Yep. Yep. Is she a lesbian? Yep. Is she really? Of course she is. Oh, oh she fills she fills all the quotas. Oh wow! Listen, to that rain. It's like being a grey. It's like being in the mouth of the grey. Yeah. Well, the thing is, she had, she um she got drunk and crashed her car. Okay, so let me get this straight. So she's a she's indigenous the, lesbian drink driver, and yeah. she's a judge of the and justice. She's the justice minister. Okay, well it makes sense for New Zealand. And okay, so we do. She have got to, arrested after a car crash. Okay, so she crashed her car. Okay, yeah. this is all good. She got any? She got any good gear? She'd have the best gear. Justice Minister, you get access to the best gear. Oh, she could. Yeah, she She'd probably have the got best that, gear. All that coke that they found off the yeah, fucking. Yeah, she's um, the best gear off the coast. I need to She's test it. I'm the Justice Minister. I but, need to test. Man, it was like people are going hard on well, of online. Of course, it's when's the election? This year? Next year? This year? Don't. Uh, I'm going to do another one of my. I don't really I give don't a know fuck. Either. I don't care. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I I have been looking at Twitter. I still. I'm not really looking at um. I reckon we're gonna. Well, this is gonna pick this rain up tonight, isn't it's, it? That's it's just heavy, adds, man. It's adding to the atmosphere. Oh, here. I love um, it. I love it. it. It's palpably cold. Now. It's a little <laughs> bit cold. It just put some jackets over there if you want. No, it's not real cold. It's just your body. You hear the rain that heavy. Your body starts playing tricks on you. You know. Mm. Anyway, um, okay. So you just. I mean, how the political systems globally have are keeping any? How they keep the people engaged? I just, just do not know. It's just. It's just, it's just, I don't know, I'll never, I don't know if we'll ever understand it, Tim. I'll never understand it. These people are all just... Well, I, th- I think people believe that they have a choice with things. Yeah, I don't And they believe if they vote, it's going to make a difference. Yeah, I, I mean, when I just, I don't know what to tell them. I just don't know what they to tell Actually, them. people believe in democracy. I don't know what to tell them. Um, so, oh, now, he's in, fuck, I'm just, I'm all over the show tonight. We're going to try and, what, uh, what, what's the timer? What's the timer? Uh, half an hour in, mate. Half an hour in, okay, good. Well, we're looking good. So now, um, so one do some music. <laughs> well, no, this is this is musical, but it's very quick, very brief. So you know what's funny is this week, uh, one of one of our uh, one of our top one of our favourite listeners, one of our correspondents, is currently in Europe, and you wouldn't guess where this person was the other day. Was in the. The rotunda that's on in sound, the sound of music. There's a scene. If you'd bother to fucking watch it, Tim, there's a scene. <laughs> there's a couple of scenes. They're both love scenes. There's like a teenage love scene, which is cute, and then there's like a the the grown up love scene. It's in like a I don't know if it's a rotunda or a gazebo, but it's a thing. It's like a glass structure. And one of our esteemed listeners was there, and also at the they were at the nunnery, and I also believe the Von Trapp mansion. So it's interesting. Um, it's I mean that's not were they on some sort of uh, tour? They were on a tour. Yeah, I yeah. mean I could honestly say, if I was in that part of the world, I am one hundred percent. I've already had Amy looking at the tour. I've already. 
I don't 100% do the sound of music tour personally. That's that's just me. I'm going to go out and I'm going to go out on a, on a branch and 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 stake my claim on the sound of music. That's one thing I would do in Europe. Uh, times have changed, Tim. Previously, it would have been to what massive three day benders am I going to go on? And now I'm like, I think I just settled to do the sound of music tour, basically, but basically, basically. So that was uh, that was good to see that I enjoyed that content from from the, uh, our correspondents over there. Um, I don't know, uh, like, you're almost unreadable. Like, I wouldn't, um, like, people would hear you rant about shit. Yeah, yeah I mean. And be like, there's no chance. I, I you're, just, a, you're a sound of music lover. There's something about it. It's just, got a cer- it's just got a certain charm. It just has a charm. Uh, now, maybe this is a good segue for the Barbie movie, which doesn't have any charm. <laughs> now, it was actually, also, this is another thing you'll be surprised. It was actually... It didn't, didn't take Amy much of an arm twist to go, but it actually, when I first saw the trailer for the Barbie movie, I kind of had this feeling that it was... If I, I've already said this tonight, haven't I? But I'll go back over cover it quickly. I think I said it early early in the pod, this pod. But um, I, I kind of had this idea, and it comes down to the studio's marketing. And I'd also say um, to anyone who can't be fucked going to Barbie but wants to see an interesting review of it, this is where I, he's my favorite reviewer on YouTube. Uh, his name, well, his YouTube channel is called the Critical Drinker. So Critical Drinker. He he's been on Russell Brand. He's he's a well known YouTube movie uh, critic. But he did a uh, he did a run. His his review of Barbie uh, wasn't good, and I concur with him. But what he did mention at the start, and it got me too, and I think it would have tricked a lot of people, was, and this is obviously a, yeah, the marketing for Barbie was, it was very well done. Because we, whatever movie I went to and saw the Barbie trailer months ago, I kind of had this idea in my head, my even in my own little weird brain, that Barbie was going to have a multi-level story where... There would even be, for some reason, I thought there'd be this esoteric dark side to Barbie, the Barbie movie. And I thought, okay, we'll give it a go. And Critical Drinker says in his review of the movie that it got him, you know, it, it, that, that the marketing was really effective. But what started, and then, long story short, the movie starts out with something I fucking love. Amy and I, were la- we laughed because... The start of the movie, the Barbie movie, with it, this is not really a spoiler, but I'll, this is the very first minute, two, few minutes, is a is uh the two, you know the start of two thousand you've seen this bit the start of two thousand one Space Odyssey you know when I've seen it three times and I can't get I you, can't get more than five minutes in you know the first scene where they're, they're figuring out and then the monolith turns up yeah so the Barbie movie is a one for one recreation but you know obviously succinctly instead like, of the apes there's uh, little girls playing with boring dolls, and then the monolith is Barbie, <laughs> and it's like a fucking yo. Know, towards the it's like a hundred foot tall Margot Robbie, in like a swimsuit with glasses. She winks at them, and then they, like the, you know how the monkeys start smashing skulls with the bones. Yep. The girls are smashing teacups with like their dollies, and the critical drinkers take on it is. You know, it's kind of like a, his take is, and I'm not saying this is my take, but I didn't even, personally, I just laughed. This is the thing. I just thought it was a good start to a movie. Critical Drinker, being a movie critic, says, and he's probably right, is it's kind of like the feminist-ish movement. Um, it's the girls sort of shunning 
um, you know, playing dollies and being mummies and da 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 and going for like the very sort of uh, whatever Barbie represents. I don't even know what it represents. But I just laughed, right? And I actually laughed at quite a bit of the movie in the first um, hour or so. It was what I expected, but then, and I, it was interesting talking to talking to wifey Bromley. She had the same take as I did, which was, and Amy was the same. When Amy and I walked out, I was like, first hour was kind of okay. It was obviously, you know, it is, it, it is, it was what it was. It was the fucking Barbie movie, for fuck's sake. But I was laughing. It was quite funny. I thought Ryan Gosling was, I thought he was really funny in it. And Margaret Robbie was fine. Some of the other characters, it was just, you know, it was just lots of Barbies, obviously. But the main two characters, great. But after, and it dragged on too long, and then it just... It, I know I know some femi- some ladies would probably think it was some sort of empowering movie, but for me personally, it was just it it just turned into a man hate fest. It was just it was just it was just man hate at the end. Like oh, I had this idea, uh, maybe a little bit of the way into it that I had this feeling that. Barbie and Ken were going to go into the world. It was going to get sort of esoteric. And at the end of the movie, it was all going to come back to we all just need to work together to make a, you know, the classic cheesy bullshit kumbaya line. But it didn't even, you didn't even get that. It just turned into, yeah, I mean, you'd have to watch. I don't really have the, I don't don't have the the education and those sort of feministy studies in it, nor do I want it. But or I can I can see it for what it is, and it was somewhat of a left wing liberal man hating Hollywood just absolute debacle in the end. I mean, it's worth watching just for a hate watch, and maybe maybe it's yeah, it, it's an easier watch than Two Thousand One Space Odyssey. I can guarantee you that. I can guarantee you'll get through it. And I know I've shat the punch bowl, as we always do with things, but it's worth a watch. But yeah, the last hour or so was just like, fuck, man. This is device. It's just, it's dumb. We, this is not how we, we don't want the world to be like. The, 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 the Hollywood lefty femos, they, they're not hiding how they feel. And it's kind of like, this is not the way forward for a society if they had their way. And they're that's they're they're putting it out in a movie form, which is reaching millions of people, and you know, a lot of them are probably lapping it up and loving it. But um, yeah, I was just honestly going to turn my brain off and thought it might be, but no, in the end, it just turned into a a real uh, man hate fest, in my opinion. And there'll be plenty of people with a different different plenty of people with a different opinion than me. Some left wing leaning chicks will be just swooning over it, I imagine, but not for me. Anyway, did you dress up? Fuck no. <laughs> no way. Uh, you know, there were a lot of boyfriends there dragged along. I didn't get dragged along. I was honestly thinking, I was thinking it was going to be more than, you know, I, I really thought it was going to be some sort of uh, um, esoteric messaging. I was looking for it, and there probably is, but it just turned into a fucking, yeah, it just turned into a Hollywood female producer um Man hate fest, basically. That was shit in the end. Terrible. Terrible ending. Terrible message. Um, would not recommend going, but I'd recommend you watching it just to get a vibe. Oppenheimer, uh, you know, 
Now I can't even be fuck seeing that because I've look. I look at the reviews. The reviews aren't good, you know. And I know the story, you know. Blah blah blah. Blew a bomb up on my birthday. Um, and then, but then I tell you what's getting good reviews, Tim, is the uh, and I've never watched any of these movies, but the um, Mission Impossible, the latest, which is like seven, I believe. Great reviews. Great reviews from people I watch on YouTube, movie critics. And they're essentially saying it's like it's it's Tom Cruise. He doesn't, uh, for all his f- whatever his faults are, he he knows how to keep the people entertained and give them what they want, which is basically an action movie, which doesn't beat you over the head with propaganda. No preaching. Yeah, there's not not a lot. Yeah, it's just fun. And so that you know, in hindsight, maybe you know, it's just 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 even getting up to go to the movie. Do you go to the movies much? Like no. the actual movie theater? No. Nah. It's hard now. Yeah. Because it's just my, I got the fire at home. I can eat whatever I want. I can make a cup of tea. It's, you know, it used, I used to honestly think, oh, why would you, you know, it's like everything. Like, Trey, how would Trey be ever take off? Why would you not want to go to the movies? But now I'm like, fuck, you know. <laughs> I could, I mean, I'll probably, You're equating Trade Me with the movies. Well, Explain that a little bit. Well, when, I, when Trade Me come out, I was like, who's going to want to just buy shit online? You know, I want to go out to the shop. So it's kind of like the opposite, but the same. Yeah. It's like, you know, now they're pushing like, just want, just get a big TV with the sound system and watch movies at home. And like, who'd want to do that? I want to go out. But now it's like, no, I don't. I'd rather, because that, that, that will probably, I do want to go out, but not to the movies. But um, that will probably come out, like that could be out and I don't know. How long? When could Mission Impossible be out? Even you mean you could just get out. You could just pirate it, which is I'm open to. It's probably only a month these days, is it? Might only be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, the only the only film we all know the only well, not we all, but the only film I've ever really bought digitally is you know it's best best digital film purchase of my life, Top Gun Maverick. Now you cannot say whatever I paid for that twenty bucks. I mean, Eva and I have, we've got our monies with that that tenfold, you know what I mean? We actually watched it this week, just been again. Fuck yeah, no. but he get this, we're we're upgrading the experience. So what we're doing now is we are assigning a farmyard animal that we own or in our vicinity to a character on Top Gun. So we're essentially evolving a screenplay for our pets that are going to be... uh, Playing the Top Gun Maverick movie, but our pets and Quiche the chicken, she is she is Maverick in the movie, and ironically, Rooster is Bradley the Rooster, and I suppose you have to be there. But fuck, we were we were pissing ourselves laughing that we never Amy was out somewhere. We were just we were in hysterics on the couch making up a ridiculous story about our. We were just we've watched it so many times. We're just we're just now watching it and make up our own dumb stories to go along with it. You need to you need it's to fun. dress up now. You need to start dressing up as pilots. Well, we could probably do that. Um, we always get our we always get the Nerf guns. So evil as soon as the seat you, you obviously you haven't seen it, but when um this isn't giving much away if you haven't seen it, but when uh when Iceman dies, uh, Admiral uh, Tom Kazansky. Good. Uh, when he dies in the movie. We get that they do the whole funeral scene, and you know Tom. You know how they, you know how the, like a twenty-one gun salute or something. Yeah, you know or whatever how they do? they do with like the seals, all the navy. What they do is, it seems like what I've seen on the U.S. propaganda movies, on their coffin, 
they get their flying wings or whatever wings or whatever the, their emblem is, their little thing, and they put it on the thing and they smash it into the coffin, the, the pins. I've seen them do it. On, it would have been on like um, Terminal List and all those rah-rah special ops fucking, you know. But anyway, so we... Bit of theatre for the jocks. Bit of theatre. So they do the salute and, and Eva and I, we get the Nerf guns and we time the shots of the... It's, well, you've got to make it fun. So yeah. Entertainment-wise... Best $20 I've ever spent on a, on a movie. And I mean, you know, I've never pirated a movie, Tim. But I've heard, <laughs> Neither? I've heard some people would pirate hundreds and hundreds of movies. So I don't mind. Well, I, I've only pay. I only pay. But, uh, you know, even if I was a person that pirated movies, eh, you know, I don't. I wouldn't mind paying for the odd one. And this that was one I definitely didn't mind pay for. Anyway, enough about that. Um, so what else have we got on here? Oh, now, the Y-Files, Tim, last Friday, have you watched it? I've watched it. Now. The moon landing. The moon landing. So this is what I like about the, if you haven't watched the, we won't blow it too much, but, um, so it was, it was a whole family affair last week. We had Z in there, Eva was there. Uh, Amy watched we watched it eating dinner last Friday night and because it, it was the moon landing episode and I was like oh this is, this is going to be good because he, he broke it down really well but um, it took a twist and it's I'm fine with it and in fact some of the some of the debunking he did I was qu- kind of like interesting yeah it was really good it was really good the thing he he like there was this thing like um, there's a you can see a moon like a spacesuit that went to the moon, and I have seen this used as evidence. He, they have the, the the boots, yeah, and they look flat, and then you see the moon, the prints on the moon, and people are like they're totally different. And then what he uh, what he um, uh, what's his name AJ from the Y Files teaches us is they wore these over boots that had that little oh they're not they're not waffle but they're the you know they got lines in them for, and then what other ones were there oh about the lighting, the how how the people say the oh shadows, the shadows. Yeah. It all gets explained. This is why it's fucking, you know, it's fucking hard. Like, I, this is, you can have your feet to get, like, I don't trust NASA at all. And I just don't know if they went to the bit. I'm still, I'm, I'm not 100%, you know, like, they went. But I'm also not 100% they didn't. But after watching that, you kind of, if, it could have, he could, he could do a part two, basically. But he gives you, he kind of... Well, he is going to do a part two on what he sort of went into at the end. About, oh, yeah, yeah. So there's a bit about, of a twist, which is the secret... Well, no, like it's what bases they, on the moon what or what... found yeah. there. And why they, if they have been, which he is he is saying they have, why they haven't been back. And it kind and of... And that's because he was indicating that that's why Buzz and all those other astronauts that have been there... Act so act, were, act, weird. Act really weird because they saw some shit on the moon... Yeah. ...and uh, freaked out about it. Yeah. And then you, it's like a... It's like the worst NRL press conference ever after you've been drummed by 100 points. And then you get wheeled out and have to front the media. Yeah. But on steroids, you've, you've been to the moon and there were other things on the moon and you are just like your whole reality shaking. And they're like, yeah, you've got to do a press conference now. I'd be like, oh, great. I, li- I, I liked that. I thought that was interesting. I still not. I'm not sold. Not sold? Nah. Well, what was funny, he, he brought into it the van 
Allen radiation belt. But he didn't explain. But he didn't explain it. No, and, that and, was the only thing he couldn't debunk. Yeah, he couldn't yeah. debunk that. Um, yeah, it was a... Well, he, he just couldn't explain. Yeah, he never even tried to explain no, how no. you can get a human through And I that. went on to the comments because I just thought maybe I clocked out for 30 seconds and I missed Harry explained how the Apollo missions got through the Van, Van Allen radiation belt. Or maybe did he explain it in a way that sometimes there's a... A little lull in it, and they just went through a bit that wasn't so radi. Ex- excuse my scientific terminology. So radiation-y, you know. <laughs> um, that, that that is the correct. That's term. the correct terminology. Radiationary. Radiationary. Yeah, radiationary. Um. So yeah, no. But do you see what I mean about how he can cover topics, present both sides, and even if it's not the side you kind of bought into, uh, bought into. Oh, you still feel good uh, about it. You still come yeah. out like, eh, it's fair enough. Like, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's because he's not. He, he doesn't claim to know or not no. know anything. He's just explaining. Yeah, I mean, he's a sciencey guy, but he also isn't. A, he's not like a skeptic who's like. It's like, is it Mick West? Or, yeah, or, yeah, or, or yeah. Michael Schirner. Schirner. Those yeah. guys are just, they're no fun. They're insufferable. They yeah. are insufferable. Yeah. But I think tomorrow's, um, fuck, have you, did you watch the, did you see how many patrons he has? Fucking wow. shitloads. He, it's you just, guys out there need to fucking <laughs> steal your game, game. <laughs> if you Even if you're not interested in the topics, watch it, just fast forward to Y-Files to the last couple of minutes and watch, the, the, the names are going through so fast and you're only on A. It's like A's. You can't read the names. They're just traveling through. And I'm like, okay, we're not even on B yet. Oh, we're on the B's. And it's just going, 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 going. Okay, we're on to the C's. And I'm just like, fuck, this guy, what are they raking in on these? Like, even if people were paying three bucks for that, it must, you must rake in, I don't know. It's it's a, a good honor. It's a well. It's a full time job for us. It's a top quality product, and it's. I tell you what. I know he runs into different shit, but it is far superior in my opinion to anything on television. Nearly like television it, is essentially dead. Yeah, tell like okay. I'll t- apart from the odd like Breaking Bad or oh yeah no no Game you can of go Thrones yeah go back. Or, but as far but as from, just from, like from this point forward or from yeah. like twenty fifteen yeah. or from twenty ten forward, it's like. Yeah, TV's fucked. Yeah, it's pretty fucked. Like, yeah, okay, the big blockbuster shows with hundreds of millions of bucks. Yeah, of course they're fun, but you know, cliffhangers and but. But as far as information, I mean, but I see this w- tomorrow. Um, it's because he, he, usually it's released on a Friday Arvo New Zealand time. Tomorrow is the it's called is it called the aerial or uh, aerial? It's I, th- I believe it's this UFO landing in South Africa. Here we go. Ariel, uh, oh no, sorry, Zimbabwe. So it's quite a. I've, I've seen several um, uh, presentations about this case. There was a guy. Is it James? G- uh, who's the guy that's been on Joe Rogan? He's a makes UFO documentaries. Is that many of them? He's covered it. Um, so it's the Ariel School UFO incident on sixteenth September, nineteen ninety four. There was a UFO sighting outside of Rua, Rua, Zimbabwe. 62 pupils at the aerial school aged between, aged between 6 and 12 said they saw one or more silvery crafts descend from the sky and land on a field near their school. One or more creatures dressed in black then approached the children and telepathically communicated to them a message within it. It's all, and it's always this, an environmental theme. 
frightening the children and causing them to cry. So, uh, the 14 rider Jerome Clark, never heard of him, has called the incident the most remarkable close encounter of the third kind in the night of the 1990s. Skeptics have described the incident as one of mass hysteria. Uh, and but I've seen, like, look, I know kids. I know people are gonna say, you know, but I've seen some of the kids' testimonies, and then I've seen them as adults, and I know people say you can't really, but to get the kids that brainwashed would be spooky in itself if someone did that. Like, Do you not think that they, they would do that? Who's doing that? Like, the school teacher? Well, the thing is, like, you look at the MK Ultras and all that. Well, that's sort it. Of, Someone's it's like, doing of it. Course, of course yeah. someone well, would do that. Yeah, but, like, I mean, but... It, I mean, uh, I no, I just mean it's like a, a social experiment. Like the, those, oh yeah. so, when what? So when was it supposed to be? 19, it was in nineteen ninety four. Yeah. So it'll be interesting tomorrow because AJ will present it, and sometimes he doesn't. Well, he debunks what he can, but sometimes he might say he just leaves it hanging. Does I, he? I, no, he might say I actually think these kids really saw a UFO and tell and communicated with some entities, or he. But uh, most of the time, like we watched. Even I watched one the other night that was about a. Uh, it's a famous UFO abduction called the Brooklyn. Is it the Brooklyn Bridge alien abduction? And it's it's this really compelling case, but it ends up it gets really weird. It's this famous artist who wrote like UFO novels, and he got tangled up with this chick, and it seemed like this case of like mass hysteria, and and also yeah. Anyway, it was crazy, but. But it was, yeah, it seemed like to me, I watched that and thought, nah, they're full of shit. Those those people are just nutty UFO cult weirdos. But these kids, I don't know, it, it's, it's, it is quite a weird, it's a weird one. I'm open to it. Um, but yeah, tomorrow all will be revealed on the Y-Files. Uh, so the aerial school. Yeah, so it was in the 90s. Um, like, I, I can't say I've seen... All of the testimonies from all of the kids that are now adults, like they'd be younger than us, but in their twenties. Well, what would they be if they were six to twelve or ninety-three? Then they'd be. Oh, they'd be in their twenties, say, or the early thirties or whatever. Oh, they'd be a bit old. Oh, yeah, they'd be thirties. But I mean, I can't say I've seen all of them, but I, I don't know if I don't know if a lot of them have come out and said, "Oh, nah, I think we were flim-flam by uh, you know." So what I was getting at was if there was just a teacher or a person that was around them that kind of spellbound them and tricked them, but you're saying could it have been a far more advanced flim-flamming? Yeah. By a, like an Arthur C. Clarke uh, magic, indistinguishable, indistinguishable from magic type scenario. Yeah, or just because there's a, there's evidence it of is, a lot yeah, of I mean, that It would be easy to trick kids, the, right? Yeah, very yeah. easy to trick kids. Like you could just get a highly advanced... Um, thing that people weren't used to seeing in 1994 or whatever. Yeah. Which could just be some sort of hovering drone. Send a couple of people out and... Um, because we know the CIA have highly advanced masks in the 60s and 70s that you could make me look like Joe Biden, basically. Um, or anything, really. So you don't think they could make a sort of alien... Yeah, so you're right. It could be that. Um, just, to, just like I said, as a bit of a social experiment. And it, like it makes sense it would be... Somewhere like that, Zimbabwe. Yep. yep. Yeah. 
It was a mixture. It was like if that was a, if it was like in New York at a fucking you know yeah broad, day, a, a broad yeah. daylight in a in a fancy school in New York. It'd yep. Be like oh okay, but I don't know. I mean, I I have um, this week. I've just started. I now I I didn't have the heart to abandon the Shaman novel. So I'm not abandoning it. Yep. But I've started reading a book that's been looking at me from my bookshelf for years, and it's Annie Jacobson. Uh, she's the author. She's written a book about. She might have been on Rogan. I think she has. She's written a book about Area 51, um, Operation Paperclip. I think I've listened to that audio book. But then this one I bought was. Uh, it's called uh, DARPA, the Pentagon's Brain. And it's all about how DARPA come about, why they created DARPA, Defense Advanced Research Project Administration, I think it's called. It used to be called ARPA. They eventually, they essentially invented the internet. That's what, yep. it was called the ARPANET. But in that book, I mean, this is, this is a fucking mainstream publication. And I, I'm only into the early um, hydrogen bomb bits. Like, we've talked about, I think we would have talked about Castle Bravo episode, like, who knows? A year ago, that was the biggest hydrogen bomb the Yanks had ever detonated, uh, and that was when they blew up the Bikini Atoll. Yep. And it was like fifteen, was it fifteen megatons? Like it was, it was crazy. Like these guys, it was a scenario again. Like uh, atomic bombs are nothing compared. Like atomic bombs are like a pipsqueak compared to a hydrogen bomb. And this thing, this thing went so much bigger than these the smartest well the alleged smartest people in the world that make hydrogen bomb thermonuclear weapons this thing went so much bigger than they expected and basically because they because it happened in the mid 50s they covered it up like eisenhower was eisenhower was told like we've detonated this fucking hydrogen bomb in the middle of the pacific essentially blew up a coral atoll which is now all up in the atmosphere with all the nuclear fallout and it went round the nuclear fallout went round and round the world and they just covered it up because there were no satellites then anyway back to darva that's the first bit of the book i'm up to but as most people would have heard and you know this is not blowing anyone's fucking brains out here but DARPA, their whole thing is they are 10 to 20 years ahead of what we, like whatever we think the highest tech shit is, they no, are... No, they're not ahead, we're behind. We're behind, yeah. yeah. They have the shit. So if, um, so 1994 Zimbabwe, fuck, whatever, whatever all these fucking pilots are seeing, um, you know, now, well, whatever, whenever Fravor was, 2007... Whatever these fucking drones or these aircrafts are, they're, you know, some of them will be DARPA, right? Some of them will be Lockheed Martin, Skunk Works, fucking of course. Raytheon. And, yeah, maybe, you're right, they, that's one option. They could have used one. Of, but it's it's so, imagine planning the project. Like, where are we going to, who are we going to hit? Let's hit some, uh, let's, should we, or we can get to Zimbabwe from their underground base in America in about, in about half an hour. Let's, like, we, right, it's got to be kids. It's got to be kids. Yep. Um, yeah, impressionable young people. And what's the message? Well, it's going to be you've got to save the planet. Yeah. And then then all the... All the th- this is what the UFO shit could be now. All, all the, Imagine yeah. if these congressional hearings yep. and, it, and it turns out oh, we've, we've communicated with aliens and they yep. said that we're fucking up the earth a little bit too much. Yep. Um, it's, it's actually... It's... it's it could interact with the climate change thing. Climate and UAPs is yep. one. Yeah, it's you, we we could be. That's, that's we're my breaking take new on ground it. here. Yep. It could be that. Imagine that. 
that's that's the message coming from the from the extraterrestrials or whatever they are. Even if they, well, they no. Well, I'm saying it's, I'm saying it's there's fake. nothing extraterrestrial. But the message but is it's going to coincide with the climate. They're going to try to scare us. Climate crisis. Yeah, I'm open to that. And you watch everyone just bend over, and yeah, the sky daddy, sky daddy, the sky daddy said we're being naughty. And we all need to live in a tiny home and have solar panels and shit in a bucket. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm already, see, I'm already, already doing, doing it. it. Yeah. They'll be like, okay, Joel, you're instantly in charge of North Canterbury. I'll be like, okay, well, I don't really want to be, so. So it's your job to knock on everyone who's not doing what no, you're I doing. I don't think I want to do that. But, uh, but yeah, maybe Sky Daddy, um, Sky Daddy's not happy with how we're treating the planet and it coincides with the climate crisis. All, all, the, all the weather channels now, it's like, yeah, you know, like we were saying last week, it's and it's true. Like I've seen so many weather reports, uh, just from all around the world, and yeah, it's just it's not blue sky and sun and twenty seven anymore. Also, I watched a Paul Joseph Watson clip about like what's happening in Greece and all these wildfires and all this shit, and he's just saying they're just straight up lying about the temperatures. Like there was one instance last year where they were saying the you know the the hottest temperature recorded in fucking England, and it was taken from a tarmac where like three fucking. Eurofighter jets were taking off from a tarmac at an airbase. It's like you can't take a temperature at a fucking airbase where jets are taking off. It's clearly going to be hotter. They're just it's totally, 70 degrees in my sauna. Totally, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh my God, it was 70 degrees in, in Christchurch today. Yeah, in wow, Cashmere. 70 degrees. They're actually, it seems like they are just straight up lying to the public about how hot it is in Europe. Like it's hot, don't get me wrong. But the thing that it's, it's called summertime. It can't get hot. Let's let's just can we just enjoy the summer? I mean, I, I listened to Adam Curry talking on No Agenda the other day. And he was talking about how Joe Joe has been in, or maybe still is, but he's in he's in. Have you seen Joe's in Greece? He's on holiday, and Adam must have been somehow maybe communicating with Joe, and he was Joe was just like, oh, it's hot, but it's just it's just hot, you know, it's hot. It's 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 hot at the moment. It's the middle of summer in Greece, which. It's not exactly Greece is Greece isn't exactly a fucking it's not exactly known for its lush rainforest. It's like a fucking rocky, craggy, hot, arid block of group of islands and shit. It's volcanic and arid. It's of course it's fucking hot in Greece in the summertime. They're all they're all fucking tan. Look at them. You know, they're not it's not fucking it, it was 45 degrees in fucking Stockholm. Even then I'd be like sweet for the Stockholmians. It's great. They'll love it. They go to the beach. You know? Are we less depressed? You're less depressed. Anyway, enough about that. Um, so, okay. So, aerial school UFO incident tomorrow, which will, by the time this comes out, it'll already be out. That'd be worth a look. It's just, I don't know. It's just, I suppose, like, as we were saying, it's just, you can watch it, enjoy it, learn things, and also not feel like you're being spoken down to. Yeah, Or yeah. told how to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, he's teaching you... If, if you're going to learn from it because he's, you know, well, he's letting you make your own mind up. Yeah, he's not preaching much. to yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, and and then because I don't even know, you'll be familiar I, with hecklefish that, now. That was the first. Yeah, hecklefish is funny. I like at the start, I was like, What's this what fish? the fuck is this hecklefish shit? <laughs> and I thought it was weird. I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. And then after I watched, it. after I watched the whole thing, I was like, Next thing you know, you're the, buying a coffee mug. That was the first. <laughs> that was the first Wi-Fi I was I'd watched. I was like. That was actually pretty good. It's pretty good, yeah. yeah. You start going back and you start going back through the back catalog. I didn't know I don't know what he thinks about it. Yeah, no. no. That was the best bit. Yeah. I just yeah. like, oh, okay, he's just he's telling me what he's found out about yeah. it. Yeah. And also saying maybe they didn't go back to the moon because there's some shit up there. Yeah. Which that certainly isn't the company line. And probably never will be, or maybe. 
maybe when they tell us that it's uh, for the best that the aliens come down, you're ruining the planet. Yeah, anyway, so we're one step ahead of them. Um, so what else? Oh, now we did have um, we did have one song that was from a, from a listener. So we may get to that, but we're I think I'm nearly there. Oh. Um. Now we I have had a um. Uh, a, a, a fellow painter I that I've been going back and forth with a bit. He's scored a he scored a, a plum job as like a maintenance painter man, and I won't say where because I don't want to give his his gig away. But uh, he hit me up and told me his uh, latest painting gig where he's working in Christchurch, and also saying that he also does and he said this tongue in cheek. He also does a little bit of forklift work. And I, I we, we fucking, I laughed because it was like, you know, you know, I fucking laughed. So we do have some forklift, forklifters. We do have a bit of a forklift community building. Two scummy trades, I'd mate. I'd say this particular forklift and painting. This, this particular, Jeez. I'd say it's he's a cultured forklift driver. <laughs> he, he, he works at a cultural, cultural. Let's just say a very cultural place. Yeah. Where if you were going to drive a forklift. This is where you want to do it. Okay. He's not in a. It's not in some big tilt slab warehouse somewhere. So I will say that. Um, so I'm, it was I'm great. intrigued. It was great to. It was great to hear from. Uh, from uh, that we haven't totally. Um, we haven't totally uh, shat on the forklift community, and they're still willing to participate in our little thing we've got going here. Um, maybe I'll play the song. I think I'm, I'm scrolling through the notes and I, I think we're there. And then there's just one little bit of bread and circus. It's very little. So the song, I'll just go to spot. I'll go to spotters. So why don't, this, just, why don't you just play it without telling me? First? Okay, maybe do that. I'll, I'll say. Can I tell you who it's from? Yeah. I just need to look at the need to look at the name of it again. Actually, it's from one Sean Costello. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm listening. So let me just okay, and I've got it. I'll remember that, and I'll go into this, and I'll type this in, and and hopefully uh, uh, go that way. Uh, oh yeah, here we go. Okay, okay. We won't tell you Tim anything about it, and we'll just play it. for a bit Tim what are your thoughts um uh, he's looking positive yeah no it's a little bit slow okay yeah okay. yeah okay um 
there, can you, you, is, is you, that, you've is that, got an idea of who yeah, this yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yes. Is, is that, that's not tall, though, no, is it? No, no, no. So it's a perfect circle. Okay. Which is, I wouldn't say that's his side project. It's just another band. Another band, it? yeah. Yeah. But they are, they're, I think I actually saw them uh, years ago at the town hall. Very okay. good. Yeah, very good. Because um, it sounds... It sounds very like obviously it sounds very much like Tall. Yeah, I like I like the song. Yeah, I like. The yeah, song. I, li- I do like I do like so, that. It's a little bit slow though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's the outsider. Okay. A perfect circle. I do like his voice though. Very good. I, yeah. I like all of it. Um. So maybe we need so so let's let's do it out. Of, so out of ten so far for Tim. Out of ten, what did you get that out of ten on the on the Tim scale? It's a new thing we're going to look at the Tim scale. Um, out of ten on the Tim scale. Probably, I mean, s- probably a six. Bear in mind, oh, I was going to say, bear in mind on the Tim scale, a six is probably pretty fucking good, isn't it? I mean, yeah, like, like, yeah, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> so I think maybe Cozzy's probably a six over a five would be. I would listen to that in my car. Where do you put Adel, Edelweiss? Where was Edelweiss from last Old week? Oh, fucking Edelweiss. Um, <laughs> the negatives. Yeah well, yeah, well, like I did say, like that was the worst song I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> so, so that's probably like a negative six. What about um? So what? Are, <laughs> I don't, I don't, what are the chances of you watching that movie? Because there are pretty, some big, pretty high. Do re me. Do the thing is, I don't mind do re me. Okay, good. For okay, good. for comedic value. Yeah, yeah, it's a good yeah. song. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a it's a this great choreography. So I there, just but. I um, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say also just back to I'm gonna say Cosy's probably he's I think the listeners are probably getting a little bit better at the suggestions now like I I'm just I'm uh, I'm 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 the all time worst suggester by a long margin but, yeah but you're you're you've been suggesting me stuff that you like but it's actually this is the thing I'm not most of the stuff I'm putting on isn't stuff that I I'm not doing it as to be like oh, fucking put I'll fucking I'll get him I'll get him I actually kind of I like, I I would on a given day. This is no joke. On a given day, if I was in the right mood, I would put on the Sound of Music soundtrack in my car and listen to it. No you shit. are a psychopath. Maybe, maybe. Well, you know. Um, Do you? Yeah. I watched. I watched an interesting video about psychopaths the other day. It's pretty. It's on. I think it, you probably are familiar with it. There's a YouTube channel called Academy of Ideas. Yep. It's quite good. It's kind of. It's not scary like. Scary, scary. But you watch a video about psychopaths, it's like, fuck, there's a lot of them. Yeah. And the trick with psychopaths is they're really good at hiding. Well, they're nearly, they, they completely hide their psychopaths. That's yeah. quite spooky. But, yeah, I think I'm way too... Uh, yeah, I, I, sometimes I think... Some, You've got you to gotta give, it, give it a bit of thought, eh? After watching it, I was like, am I a psychopath? Like maybe I've just got a, just a. We've all probably got a little bit in us, eh? Like yeah, no, yeah. No, no one's perfect. Yeah, right? it's like everything. It's the but spectrum. Uh, but but as far as a one that's um, and, oh, that was what I liked, and, and it, well, obviously confirms my obvious biases. But it's like a, they said the in that Academy of Ideas psychopath cl- or video saying that the there's a um how do they describe it the. Uh, the these are you know like they're vastly overrepresented in um. Uh, top CEO type jobs and politicians. Yeah, that's where the that's where the a surprise surprise. No shit. <laughs> yeah, but 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 you'd think that's no shit, but that's not 
the, yeah, I don't get the feeling that most average person, people in the world, or in the West at least, because that's all I, that's the only part of the world I really understand. Well, I don't even understand that. I don't understand how Russians think. I certainly don't understand how Africans think or Asians. And, you know, but I kind of know whiteies. And, you know, I, I don't think the, the psycho, the psycho, the psychopath memo is out for most whiteies. Like, that, that's where they congregate in the high-ranking high, high ranking positions. Of course... Well, they're so good at masking it, though. Of course the psychopaths are... Yeah, I know, but, like, the, the studies have been done. Yeah. The, the jury is out. Psychos love getting into the upper echelons of corporations, and, I mean, yeah, there's psychopaths roaming around the streets of Christchurch, of course. The thing but is, the they, thing is don't even, they don't even know they're psychopaths, though. That's the thing. They just are themselves. Is that right? You should... No, 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 because some of them that do. Work. You should... Look! Look for some YouTube clips as well of psychopaths explaining what they do. Ah, uh, okay. Like there's some honest. There's some wow. And and I suppose take it with a grain of salt because you don't know whether they're ever telling the truth or not. But yeah, true. There are some who are trying to be honest and open about the crazy shit that they do and yep. how they manipulate people. Yeah. And like fucking hell, it's pretty gnarly. Yeah, yeah. The master I, manipulators. It's one of those things, I know this is pretty dumb just to end it. It's something, it's one of those things I'm just like, Phew. you know, it's hard enough not getting phones or internet banking scammed, eh? Let alone these, <laughs> let alone by some fucking guy in fucking Mumbai or wherever. But then there's these fucking bona fide psychopaths. There's, what, what was the percentage? Just like one or two percent. Yeah, I thought it was of, around one. Yeah. Fuck, that's, that's, it's pretty crazy. Um, well, I think we're about what? How, what's the time to say? One thirteen. Oh, I think that we're underselling people. Should I? Should I? Or should I talk about my crate deconstruction today? If you want, and Just, the, the pierced leg. Oh yeah, the pierced leg. Oh, it's okay. Like you say, it feels like a bruise. But today, this is uh, just an indication into the inner workings of probably my lack of psychopathy. Because I went to work today and I only had about three hours to do at this little place down the road. And so I went and did my three hours, got my little Una fucking pinwheels. And I, and I thought, oh, it's a nice day. So there's a couple of little chores around the house. I, I need to paint our front door. It's been sitting like that for months. It's a fucking weird, solid core plastic covered sort of... It's a weird... You've seen the front door, eh? It's a weird door. Yeah. So yeah. I went home and put the smooth surface sealer on it so I can paint it on the weekend. So I got that done. I fucked around. And I've just been waiting for the right day to do my next chore, which was this humongous, it's like the bottom, like I've got the crate for the livestock to live in. Like it's like a big, it's what those big Can-Am ATVs come in, right? This is a really big one. It, so we had the base. It's, it's just so much wood. And it's, 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 um, well, we weren't talking about this wood. We were talking about this wood off air, right? Yeah. Before. So it's um, the guy that lives up the back. He he come when he come bought the tractor down the other day. He was looking. He's like, because he's always looking for shit like that. He's like, oh fuck, where's, where's this from? I'm like, I think it's from Mexico, eh? This crate. He's like, look at that wood. Look at the the rings are real close together. And I, I just honestly thought it was some sort of soft wood, but it isn't. It's some sort of <coughs> weird wood from... Like slow-growing, yeah. pine-looking wood. Yeah, it's, it's it looks like pine, but it's really heavy and nearly quite oily. Yeah. So it's good wood. Anyway, so today after the door, I thought, I'm going to fucking... I got the drill out, I got the pinch bar, the hammer, and it took me from about, well, 2 o'clock, 2 p.m., till it got dark tonight to just fully deconstruct this crate and... By Jiminy Willikers, Tim, the amount of wood I got off this crate was—it was crazy. I'll show. I took a photo for you. Only, only, only. Yeah, if we look at that, Tim. That's so far what I've done. All that. See. Oh, that's some good firewood. That's mate. some good wood. See all that wood at the end there. 
that's yeah. that's got nails in it, and it's kind of just like just burn I'll that, burn and that. burn it in the brazier. I'll burn it in the brazier. Yeah. But the rest of it, I've completely denailed. And I tell you what, it must be my it's it's, it's the simpleton part of me. There's something about doing a job like that, Tim. Where I, I know it's kind of a dumb job, and I know I could just go and buy wood if I need it. But there's something about like some people reverse engineer UFOs, the smart people. I reverse engineered a pallet. But to, <laughs> hey, you got to start somewhere, To do mate. it properly, though, like you kind of got to figure out which bits of wood to knock off. And then you've got it. Then I had to, fuck, man, the, the amount of nails I took out of it. I got a, I got a whole, I got a, a filled with about half a four litre paint pot of Take nails. Take to the metal recyclers, mate. Wow, man, I, I, could, I could easily be going down the path of one of these old man wickers, eh? Are you going to start straightening old nails? Maybe. Well, I did, I tell you what, there were some screws. You know the screw head I always ask you about and I always forget what it's called. You know it's the multi, yep. you know, what's that called? It's like a... Yeah, like a multi-drive. Yeah, multi-drive. So I, there were some screws in the wood and I took those out and there were a few wobbly ones, but all the ones that weren't wobbly, Tim, they go straight in the jar. So I got handfuls and handfuls of screws. I tossed all the nails. Well, i tell you what, Tim, I've got some lovely, exotic Mexican, what looks to be pine, but certainly isn't. So that was my afternoon today. It's I don't know. It was I didn't even have a podcast or anything on. I just did it. It was a freezing fucking cold southerly wind. I made a coffee and I was just smashing. There's something about just no just, with no noise in your ears. No noise, and I was just sometimes I'd have to intricately tap nails out and get them, or sometimes I'd be smashing it and like you know just smashing the shit out of it. They, I don't know. I think it just de-stresses me, eh? Yeah. It's really. It, it might to some people it might seem like a pointless task, but I, I gotta say I really enjoyed it. So that's my little pallet story, cool story, bro. <laughs> um, now we could probably just to not rip the listeners off. What are we at now? Probably one seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. We'll do the the Brennan Circus wrap up, which is tiny. Which all I've got is um, about the Waz v Raiders game the other night at Mount Smart. Yeah. Now, I had a mate come out to watch it. Just to get him out of the house, he's just uh, just got a newborn baby at home. He has, so I thought we'll just get him out of the the newborn baby bubble for a, for a few hours. So he come out. So I've got the wee uh, the wee dodgy box out there, and what do you know? It 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 behaved well the whole game, and with about a minute and a half to go, it started wheeling, and as it started wheeling, I sort of said to old mate and Z who was watching the game, I was like. You know, they could score two tries. And I'm, I'm not just making this up. I said they could score two tries in a minute and a half. I had a feeling that was going to happen. Because they were hot on attack. Yeah. And then it started again, and I saw Elliot Whitehead grounding Rappin' a uh, little grubber. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. Okay. And then it wheeled badly. It wheeled badly. So badly, I unplugged it for a minute, plugged it back in again, turned it back on, and all I see is a replay of Jack Whiten... Scoring in the corner. Diving and scoring in the corner. <laughs> no. And so I got the fucking feedback on for the croaker kick. Oh. I don't know what's going on at Sky. Because obviously it's in New Zealand. It was at, at, at Mount Smart. The angles for the kicking oh, was garbage. Like, they need what, to sort that out. What happens to the behind the kicker view? I don't know. You get that in Aussie. Obviously, the Aussies, they got more money. they got more gear. But I don't give a fuck. Sky New Zealand, people are pay, paying for a service. They need to have the camera from behind the sticks. Because... I couldn't initially tell if that kick was going over, and I kind of had to re- listen to the crowd 
And initially for the reaction... Well, yeah, likewise with the, the next kick coming it, up. W- yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah, same with the droppy. But, um, yeah, long story short, for the people that don't care, uh, went to Golden Point. Uh, all our, and I, was, I was pacing. I was pacing. And, I mean, yeah, you either know or you don't know. Fogarty just kooked, kooked a, 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 a long, long punt. Shans what caught it with his foot in the end goal. Yep. Seven tackle set. Boys march downfield. They, that was the perfect yep. set in yep. Golden Point. Or, or just in the, in, a, in a game that was a perfect Tohu, set. Fanoa Blake. Fin- Fanoa? It was like it was, it was like the it was like Chan was it Chan? I think Chan's look. Dallin Chan's again. Chan's might have done two. Yeah. That's, that's what Chan's does. Yeah. Oh. And Tohu Tohu's charge was was. Oh. Uh, it was something out I, of the, my heart well, was from him. It's not out of the ordinary. It's my heart over. was racing like yep. it, like it almost hasn't in years. Watching the Warriors, no, I mean it was so crazy. As far as, even though with the bad camera work, initially off the boot, SJ's droppy off the boot. It looked good off the boot. Well, did, but what because threw Sky, me because Sky don't give you the behind camera. I didn't no know idea. So what threw me with his drop goal is. He he pulled his leg away real quick because of the, the chases. So it down, looked yeah. really fucking awkward. It did. And I thought, oh, he, he snapped it. I thought, oh, he struck that awfully. Yeah. And then, like you said, the camera angle was terrible. Yeah. But shoot to the crowd, and everyone's fucking losing it. Yeah. It was, and I'm like, oh my god, we got it. Fuck, I'm I'm getting fucking yeah, pumped out. I'll get the willies. I'll get the willies right and now. And to it, me, it's just like it must have been nearly out to the two points. It must have just been. What? No, it was on thirty. It was on the thirty. Yeah, dead on the thirty. It was a pretty decent. It was a good kick. It was a yeah, pretty from good a, for NRL It wasn't standard. that easy, yeah. And especially because it was on the last tackle. And everyone so, knew that that yeah, was if, it. If you do it on the last tackle, everyone knows. Yeah. So you've got fucking all the big boys charging it, yeah? Fuck, it was good. But, I mean, look, people to say... I mean, I saw... I did... Look, I can't help it. I don't comment, as I always reiterate, but I did go on and see the salty camera fans... Mm. And I, I see a lot of people saying, this is my only show note about Brian Circus is about the, the Waz heart stopper. And about Dallin's uh, high tackle, well, losing the ball I don't think there was much in, I don't think there's there's much nothing in that. There's in nothing that. in that. And nah. that was probably the right call. And I know it's hard for the cam, uh, the, the milk fans. Suck it. Yeah, salty. But but what I have been seeing around the place, and these, these are just guys with generic weird names with no followers and weird avatars. They're just... They're trolls that just troll in, uh, NRL pages and just shit on all the teams, you know. But I I do read their comments. But the the the, the theme that I see a lot is the Warriors haven't beaten anyone good, and I'm like, the Warriors have beaten the the Cowboys twice, the Sharks twice, and the Raiders twice, and narrowly lost to the Storm, narrowly lost to the Panthers, 18-6 or whatever. Narrowly lost to the Broncos. Narrowly lost to the Broncos and played like shit and should have won. Yep. And narrowly lost to the Roosters. So, but it doesn't matter because the Roosters are fucking down the table. And, you know, we, we're we in all sorts in that little middle period of the year there where we had the Storm and the Roosters and the fucking... Anyway, but oh, the, the thing is, there's just these fucking retards that just can't... I mean, if a team's playing well, like, I don't particularly like Penrith, but I appreciate that they're a fucking good team and they've got excellent defence. you gotta, you got to give them go, some credit. I don't yeah. go on there and start shit, shitting on the Panthers in the comments section because I just because I don't particularly like them. But, but yeah, there's a lot of, oh, the Warriors are pretenders. And it's like we're fucking third. And the, we do, like there are teams that are in the top eight, like the Raiders and the Sharks, that even like Gus Gould and other commentators would be like, doesn't really. They were they were saying this a week or two ago. Like, 
he, I heard Gus saying about the Raiders. He's like, I, he, a lot of people don't like Gus. Well, I think Gus, I think Gus is just to the point. He can be a douche, but he's also got some great commentary. He's kind of like, he looks at the Raiders and thinks, how did they get that high up the table? But then he said, but then I look at the Warriors and go, yeah, the Warriors should be in, they deserve to be in third. And the Broncos deserve to be in second, and the Panthers deserve to be in first. But then you've got all these other teams, and it's like, you know, they're hot and cold. We aren't hot and cold. Our worst loss is the <coughs> Rabbitohs by like, what was it, 28-12. I mean, that's by no means a shellacking. And that's it. that was our worst game. And know? that's why I thought There's teams that's... out here getting beaten by 40, 50, even the Storm and the Sharks. Oh, and... the Storm have been up and down, Fuck, man. They've been up and they down. They need Pappenhausen back so bad. Yeah, I mean, but even then he's going to be coming in, you know, low on, you know. No, you look at you, Tim's, Tim's really excited about Pappy. I don't here blame you, I love Pappy, but I just, I don't want to But be... that's why I was so excited with the Warriors win over Canberra. I just think there was a lot riding on that game. Yeah. Like, to oh, totally. me, the, the chance of us getting a home final now yep. is all in our control. Totally, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, we've actually got, I won't, I won't give them away, but we've, um, not only do we have a, a listener on patrol in Sound of Music sets, in overseas, <laughs> we're also going to have a listener. We've got correspondence everywhere. We're, we've got a listener. I've just had a correspondence. We've got a listener next week. We will have a listener at the uh, at Seabus Stadium uh, for Waz v Titans next week. Nice. Uh, but I won't give their. Uh, they know who they are, but I won't give their location away uh, on the pod. But um, so we've got we've got uh, we've got our tentacles everywhere. So. Um, but yeah, so it's funny. In the last week, there was a um, I, I listened to an Andrew Webster interview. This will pull the shit out of you, Tom. I listened to an Andrew Webster interview on Sins Radio, and I watched an interview of Cameron George's CEO. And they have to they do the cheesy fan questions, and the, there's this they ask him about the wars. They they are like Andrew Webster's like whatever. And he goes, I don't whatever, and that's the right way to look at it. Whatever floats your boat. We don't care, wars, warriors, whatever. Just play it's, good. Just, just yeah, just support us. But um, yeah, so I love yeah. It's it's really. I think the people that are the people that are anti wars. I think look, they're fighting a losing. It's a dumb battle, but they're they're on the wrong side of history, and they're gonna lose because. The Waz. And we're all on the same See, team. See, Andrew Webster said in the team they talk Waz. Yep. So what? So what? If the te- if the if the if the actual Waz are using Waz, the anti-Waz people have lost. Yeah, you lost. lost the battle. Yeah, yeah, they've, they've lost the battle. So um, anyway, that's that. I think that's British Circus is done. Um, there's a big UFC card this weekend. Uh, you know, Poirier versus Gaethje. Uh, if you know a little bit about me, it's a fight that some people are fizzing. Uh, it's not a fight I'm that excited about. Although, no, I, I, I will enjoy the fight, but they're two guys for me that are just like, just, just, I don't, I just can't get excited. But uh, if I'm too, if I'm to, if I'm to jump on one bandwagon, I'd be on the Gaethje. It's just something about, um, no, did you see that clip I sent you? I know it could be taken out of context. Fuck, it's pissing down here. I don't know if the I don't know if the listeners can hear that. But uh, did you see that? Did I see you the in the in uh, in the octagon audio after Dustin Hooker, Poirier yeah. uh, beat Dan Hooker? <clears throat> yeah. Did you find that? Wasn't that bad? I yeah. didn't think it was that bad. I I thought it was. I mean, it seemed a little bit like I th- I thought it was even the douchiest fighters go over and. But I thought Poirier, it just, it basically reinforced my sort of, I don't think. The thing is, like, you do, do you remember the lead up to that, though? Like, Dan wanted that fight. Yeah. 
better be. There's Dan, no Dan, Dan called him out. Yeah. He wanted the fight, and he fucking got a fight. Yeah, he and did, then after just, it, Poirier's like, yeah, you wanted the fuck, you wanted it, you got it. Uh, I, 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 I didn't mind it. And yeah, I liked Dan's reaction as well. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, of course, Dan doesn't give a fuck. But um, he, he'll take it off the chin, literally and figuratively. But I just... Oh, so should we put a little wager on, uh, uh, well, on this weekend? I mean, wager-wise, I haven't looked at the odds, but I would say uh, there's no... Well, I'm, I'm pretty certain that Poirier will be the betting favourite. But I'm doing it on who I like, yep. which is a terrible way to do anything. But I just, I'll take eyes too close together any day <laughs> over. I just, there's something about Poirier. So you want eyes too, eyes too close together over hot sauce? Hot, I just think hot sauce is just another UFC penis. He's just another peen. I, I don't like him. I think he's a dick. I think he's a little bit cheesy. Yeah. He's definitely, yeah, that's what I mean. That's, that's you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's I, I can't get behind it. Who else is fighting? Yeah. Uh, Help me out here, Tim. Um, I've got. I honestly have no idea who's fighting. Who's fighting? This is terrible. Hodjo will be just going tut 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 tut. I'll just pull up. We'll quickly pull up. This. Is that the top fight, Poirier? Um, I believe so. it's it's the Poirier. it's the vacant. Yeah, <laughs> you should walk out to that. Uh, it's the vacant. <laughs> it's the vacant BMF belt, which I don't. Oh, I, still, that, I still nah. don't know how I feel about the BMF belt. I don't. I don't. Look, it's okay. I think once. Um, I think once. Um, old mate, what's his handle? I think Hayes. Oh, I mean, if, if, yeah. Yeah. Nah. I don't know. Um, okay, so, uh, oh, Wonderboy is, oh, it's, um, oh, drop, drop the ball here massively, mate. Main card. Yeah, so the, the main fight is Poirier Gaethje. But then, how about this one? This, this, this will be a fight I'm way more excited about. Jan, you know who I fuck his name up every time. Blahovich versus Poitan, Alex Pereira. Is he fighting again? Yeah, fuck yeah. So that's <coughs> that's gonna be. Uh, what? Uh, so what's that for? Nothing. That's just for I don't know. Well, hold on. Who's, is that, is who's, that who's the is champion that? in that um, division? Uh, well, uh, Yuri uh, Yuri vacated it because he got into Jamal Hill. Is that correct? Oh, Jamal then, Hill's got it. Yeah, then, yeah, no, yeah. But then he vacated it because he? because he's injured. So is this a title fight? Maybe I don't know, but it'll be a good fight anyway. Fucking. We need a we need a, a UFC correspondent Hojo here to help us, and then the fight prior to that, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson versus Michael Pereira. We got back to back Pereiras. That'll be a good. That'll fight. be a good fight. Yeah. And then uh, Bobby Green versus Tony Ferguson. Oh no way! Yeah, 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 yeah. That'll be a fucking good and fight. Then, then, <laughs> I reckon. Uh, I reckon Tony Ferguson will piece Bobby Green well, up. Well. The TAB doesn't think so. Tony and I was thinking I'm putting money on Tony Ferguson regardless, and I definitely have now because Tony Ferguson is paying three dollars. I'm putting the house on Tony. Three dollars eighty-five. Yeah. So Bobby Green's paying a buck twenty-five. Anyway, uh, the fight before that, Kevin Holland versus Michael Chesser. Oh, that'll be a good fight too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go go, go Kevin Holland. Yeah. So uh, yeah, no, not a bad card. Like the the main fight, I'm. A hot sauce versus um, close eyes. Not excited, but I'll watch it. But the fight's prior to that. It's oh, good. Not yeah, bad. Good build up. Good build up. So, anyway, uh, excited. Good oh, sport. Good sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, You've got to keep the plebs entertained somehow, uh, me included. And you. So, let's quickly whip through. Uh, we might as well just do the picks. Uh, Poirier, close eyes. Who you got? Poirier. Okay. Uh, Jan versus Poitan. Poitan. Ah, see, okay. Nah. Poitan first round, anything other than but that. But this Jan. is this is hey, this is the classic. This could, this is what I thought yesterday about it. 
he's finally it's like pick on someone your own size. Well, he is fighting someone his own size now. Yeah. And no, we'll yeah, no, I on a, I think Yarn will take him down. Like Portan might, might he might he might knock him out. I like Portan, um, but I think like Yarn Yarn. will take him down and ground and pound him. Um. So, uh, Wonder Boy v Pere- the other Pereira. I'm going Wonder Boy. Yeah, I'll go Wonder Boy too. Bobby, Tony, you're going Tony. Tony so yep. am I. And Kevin, Michael. I'm going Kevin. Oh, I just love Kevin. Yeah, I love Kevin. I'll go Kevin every time. Yeah, He's paying a buck sixty-five. Chessa two twenty. So yeah. there's basically that's anyone's fight in yep. the gambling world. Uh, so that's that. Hey, thank you everyone for your support, whether it's monetarily, whether it's um, uh, this is one particular uh, one person in particular, Photoshoppy, or just spiritual. Or just moral just, support. Well, just just to listen. Just to listen. Just you, to even just a listen. Num- just a just number. Just to give give us a little bit of your time every week, or an hour, or hopefully only ninety minutes. What are we looking at, Tim? Yeah, yeah, one thirty-two, mate. Wow, We're looking good. perfect. So just thank you uh, for everything, and f- to every anyone and everyone, and tell all your friends, and give us a give us a little review, and give us a wee star thing. And I'd really, my little ego would love that. I'm not a psychopath though, but I would love it. But Tim doesn't care. He's certainly not a psychopath, uh, and that uh, I'm going to. And I'm, seriously, if if someone wants to come on and uh, if you've got something, if you've got, some, you got something to say, if you've got a story, then we're um, here. I the, will try not to. I'll, the Joel and Tim Show podcast at gmail.com. We are here. We are queer, and I will try. I'll do. I will endeavour to not talk over you. I we could will, put Joel in the sauna while you and yeah, you can talk. Tim, Tim yeah, puts up with it better than anyone in history. Me talking over like some people <laughs> frustrate some people. Tim's like rubber. He doesn't care. He's in. He's in Joel rubber guard. But um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this beautiful garage of Tim's and I'm gonna walk out to the torrential rain. And Tim is going to. We're gonna go and watch the uh, maybe the last bit of the Roosters v uh, Broncos, yeah. which I haven't looked at the score of. But anyway, I might be able to see the second half. Anyway. Um, uh, sayonara Sayonara And wa. Oh no sorry And uh, what do I say Dasvidanya uh, Dasvidanya Bye